Do you ever have those moments where you become very aware of what your face looks like in that moment? Yeah. <laughs> I just I just had to start laughing because I my I realized what my face looked like. Oh <laughs> just, really? <I> just disdain. <laughs> For the weather? Yeah. Oh. And I was like, oh, what are we talking about now? You know, I wish I had those moments more often because I think that would give me the ability the to control my face. Yeah, I guess probably also same. I don't know. I mean, no, that's not true. I'm aware. I just can't control it. I'm yeah. aware that it's happening when I like start like giving someone a look. <laughs> I know that it's. I'm back in the day, like a couple of years ago, I had no idea, and people were like, "You're you're doing it." <laughs> now I know that I'm doing it. I just don't care. Yeah. Like I'm like I'm sometimes aware, and then I like. You're being stupid. You're saying that something is a marketing scam when that doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> if a if a place doesn't offer a military discount, would you then say, "Oh, this is just some marketing scam"? No? I don't. I don't understand. <laughs> Neither did we. <laughs> well, all right. Oh well, yeah. So, uh, face yeah. control. Because yeah. you know when something like that happens and you look at someone and you're like. I also have I do this thing where if I don't have like I have contacts in right now but if I don't have contacts or glasses or anything in Mm -hmm. and I can't see you I have a consistent like like squinty like mad Mm -hmm. look on my face like when I'm home all the time Mike's like what's wrong and I'm like nothing he's like well then fix your face because if I can't see you I'm like yeah like I look pissed but it's because I'm like squinting and I like or I'm like like scowling in some way where I look upset but it's because I can't see are you very blind I'm so blind yeah Mm. Yeah, very, very, very blind. Like, if mm. I didn't have... I, I almost went like this to look over my non-existent glasses. Um, but if I didn't have contacts in right now, like, you would be blurry. Like, I wouldn't be able to, like, really see you that well. Oof. That's yeah. pretty scary. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, like, I certainly can't drive at all mm. without some sort of help with my eyes. So if you want to take advantage of her, steal her glasses. My smash glasses. Not only are they broken, but I actually now don't even know where they are. That's why I'm like really trying to move forward with figuring out glasses because I don't have anything anymore. Well, I was wearing my taped glasses all week while you were gone. I saw them the one day. I was like, I was like, like, I'm done. I don't care. (laughs) I've given up. There's nothing left. Heat. Mm -hmm. That's all that we have. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, what you got? So, um, you have a story. I do have a story. I have a story that happened to me this morning. Is that the bad food story? That happened to me yesterday. I do have a bad food Uh, story. I guess we could save that to the end. Yeah, we'll save that till the end. I like. I. I don't even want to talk about it because it was a bad experience. But like, I have feelings about it, so I'll talk about it. But anyway, this is. Oh wait, before you do, this is a feelings podcast. Yeah, where we talk about our feelings. We talk about our feelings and we get them out. Yeah. And this is a feelings pod. It is, is a feelings it podcast. It is a feelings podcast, though. <laughs> like, I think all we do is talk about some articles that we see and then just and talk about feelings. how we feel. Yeah. So this is a feeling podcast. I think if more people talked about how they felt, then they wouldn't be so mad all the time. Why well, you got to be mad? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But anyway. Also, I'm Danny. And I'm Kat. And Kat has feelings. I have feelings. I had an I had a, a really 
interesting thing happened to me at the grocery store this morning. You know, every time I go to ShopRite, something happens to me. Like, it's, but it's usually like I'm wearing a vegan t shirt and the person in front of me is like buying their weight in steak or, you know, mm-hmm. something to that extent. Um, that's happened to me a variety of times. But so this morning, I was ringing out at ShopRite and I was doing like a, a legit grocery shop, not just like a couple of things. I had like a lot of stuff. And the woman in front of me was being rung out. I didn't see like what the food item she had that was being rung was, but the cashier was talking to her. She's like, oh, oh, that looks really good. Oh, that looks really good. And the woman was saying, oh, yeah, my daughter likes them or something like that. Mm. And the woman was like, oh, I wish I could get my son to try things. He only ever tries things if if he's dating a girl who's interested in it. He's like so picky and I never know what to make him. And they're having a conversation about their kids. And so I'm not really paying attention because like, who cares? Yeah, who cares? And then the cashier says to her, well, I mean, he can be picky all he wants as long as he doesn't go vegan. <gasps> and I, I laughed. I like I, I like laughed out loud. And the and she heard me and the woman who was being cashed out had all her stuff and she was in the process of leaving. Mm. And the cashier was like, oh, are, are you vegan? And I was like, I am. And the woman, um, the other customer was probably trying to like help out the cashier and she's like oh well it's just so hard like what do you eat and I like looked down at the conveyor belt and I was like I do all right because <laughs> like you probably like a hundred dollars worth of groceries of on, the, on the counter and it wasn't all like typical vegan shit I'd like yogurts and like you know a couple substitute type things I like we we always do the guardian chickens because um Owen eats them and whatnot but I had, like, a lot of stuff. And the cashier was like, um, well, what would you do if you, um, you know, if you st- if you lived at home with people who were cooking for you and buying all your food? And I was like, well, how old is your son? And she goes, 29. And I was like, well, then that sounds like a him problem because there's no reason <gasps> that your 29-year-old son should be dependent on you for what he eats. Yeah. And she kind of laughed. I was like, but even so, I was a vegetarian on and off when I was a kid, and I know that that can be hard. But once you start figuring out what to do, it's really not that difficult. I was like, and it's much healthier for you. And she was like, I guess, I guess. And so I let it go because I was like, I'm not trying to get into a conversation with this random cashier mm-hmm. at ShopRite, right? And then she's cashing me out. And she goes, you know, I'll tell you one thing I just I just can't have. I just can't understand. And I was like, okay. And she was like, eggs. Who came up with the idea to eat eggs? A chicken just drops this thing out of its butt and somebody was like we should eat that and I was like well ma'am it was probably the same person who thought it was a good idea to drink the breast milk of another species right (laughs) and she just was like (laughs) she just kind of looked at me and I was like I I don't know what you want from me right now it's like yeah it's it's actually pretty gross I know (laughs) and uh, she's still going on and on about eggs and I was like well you know I actually I uh um I work at a sanctuary sometimes on the weekends and we actually feed the eggs back to the chickens you know I'm trying to like teach her something at least right. a little bit and she was like oh that's like cannibalism and oh I was like God. not not exactly I was like it's no more weird than us eating that stuff you know and and she uh, it just was a lost cause but I was like why me like why <laughs> why me but I left thinking maybe I've like put a little like second guessing you know into her like maybe next time she like goes to drink milk or whatever she'll be like oh that girl said that thing and no but really you know. though to your point it, it that truly is like yeah I get like who did ever think to eat an egg like, I know that's re- I get I get I don't agree with it I get eating a chicken yeah yeah you know i'm saying back in the day yeah i understand I why get, people think it's okay to eat animals I get but the byproducts that, that's but a little bit of a weird thing yeah yeah especially like when you literally factually you can say we're the only yeah. species that does that yeah nobody else does that yeah it's weird yeah yeah but anyway that was my chicken and egg 
experience this morning, which I thought was that, just funny because we we watched I mean, our chicken episode today. That that isn't that is an excellent segue. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Into our rap episode. <laughs> You're the worst. <laughs> you should have been a teacher. <laughs> of like little kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because uh, I'm funny. And you're punny. And like little kids would think you were a riot. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Go. Okay. All right. So. So. What you got about rotten? I had a lot of feelings I about did too. This. I think I. Um, Don't be chicken. Bring them out. I thought. I felt that episode was a little confusing. I almost felt like they tried to pack a lot of topics into a, a very short episode. Yep. Because not everything that they talked about had anything to do with anything else. You know what I mean? Like the lawsuit that they talked about didn't really have anything to do with Brazil buying out those chicken farms, didn't have anything to do with the beginning where they showed how the chickens were so taken care of, quote unquote, or whatever. It just, it there was a lot of things that I felt like they tried to cover that in a very short amount of time. It that felt didn't really make a lot a of sense. A little more disjointed. Yeah. Like the episodes previously, we have been able to say oh wow shady garlic businessman yeah. or, or this like and that. Thing. yeah or like that specific guy with the restaurant mm-hmm. you know that you know is very good at the allergens mm-hmm. and stuff like that there was like a topic and then there was one focus within the topic yeah and this was like very like was it the farmers that we were talking about was it the brazil yeah. jbs yeah it was or confusing. whatever there just was a lot of stuff in a short amount of time um i will say i thought it was interesting like i would be very curious for somebody who watched that not you know as somebody who eats chickens how you can watch all of the scenes and that of like like there was that part where the um obviously already dead and like defeathered chicken body was going through you know the the conveyor belt process or whatever and it went through this device that cut its head off did mm-hmm. you see that mm-hmm. i kept thinking how could how is somebody gonna watch this and be like this is okay it was interesting because <laughs> the one thing i felt like they they were the one thing they kind of skirted around they mentioned it a little bit but i think minimally was actually the welfare of the yeah. chickens they mentioned in the beginning oh. but then they waited till all the way at the end and they were like free range for like yeah. A second. Yeah. And that was it. However, yes. I think they used a lot of graphic images to kind so of too. convey a message that they weren't it, that using was confusing. their words. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. It was confusing. And I um that that one gentleman um who talked kept talking about how much he loved his chickens and Jesus. how he loves <laughs> his chickens more than he loves his kids or whatever he said. There was one scene where he was walking through one of his chicken houses or whatever talking about how much mm-hmm. he loves the chickens and there were fucking dead chickens on the ground. Yeah. And I was like, "Hey, cameraman, I think you might have messed up here because <laughs> there's there's some dead chickens on the ground there." So, uh I don't know. Maybe you should have picked a different angle. Because <laughs> yep. that's a little contradictory and that's disgusting. That, I, that, it blew my mind with just, with that gentleman and his, his whole thing. I love my chicken. And it's, I get it. I get listening. He's like, I love my chickens. I love them more than my kids. But no, you don't. 
Right. Because, and that's not even like an argument of, like, you're literally, I love, do you check your child's feet to make sure that they can right. be sent off and to a market? And would you let your kids live in those conditions in a barn with, like, no windows on, like, concrete floor or whatever with, like, water and, like, a bajillion <sighs> other people in there with them? You know what I mean? Like, you would never subject your, your kids just, to those same conditions. I don't get why people say, that, like... I don't like are you saying that because you think it's impressive like you think people are going to respect you more if you're like I love them I take really I love them more than my kids because yeah you actually you literally do not are your children living like that I think that is I think yes but I do think that there are some people who actually mean it when they say that or they think think they do I think that guy meant it I think he he truly thinks that he yeah he truly thinks that what that the conditions he's keeping those birds in and the care that he's giving them is top notch like I think he really thinks that he's doing a good thing while he's wading through dead chickens on the ground like right. I think that he thinks that's just part of the job it makes him very very sad but it's it's business right it's they they each have a dollar sign on them I was the whole um the uh the whole uh investigation thing with the all the chickens that were killed or whatever I was googling that while we were watching it and it said that those all of the chickens cumulatively amongst those what was it 16 farms or something mm-hmm. like that cumul- it cumulatively totaled at like 1.7 million dollar loss for those farms that's insane mm-hmm. so that's what those people are thinking about you know what I mean mm-hmm. they and you don't think about your kids or you don't think about the people in your life with a dollar sign over their head no. so there so even if you say you love those chickens the way you love your kids or you love those chickens and they mean the world to you they can't ever really because you have a dollar sign on them Listen, because of that, you know? Here's my my part where I looked up and I made a face and I, I made eye contact with Andy because I was like, because when that same gentleman said that he drove his car and he discovered, you know, what he had gotten the phone call about all these dead chickens and he said that he, you know, started crying and was really upset because he, he wouldn't wish any of them death. Yeah. He doesn't want them to die. My, like, I've never. I wrote down the the exact quote. The (laughs) first part, the first part I get. I get where you say that you love the animals and you take care of them and that's fine. But for you to say that you don't, whatever the quote is, you don't wish death upon them, but you literally are. There is no that's what you're doing argument on that what's the quote he his exact words um maybe not exact because i was typing quickly and whatever but he said when you've been with somebody that long you're in love with them Mm -hmm. i didn't want them to die so when they died it hurt right okay i'm sorry what (laughs) i don't give a fuck you are definitely a fool yeah that's confusing. I was going to say that maybe that speaks to the fact that they're growers, right? Quote unquote growers. I was. So they only, yeah. What is that? I think it just word? means that they grow them and then they but ship like, them off to somebody I've, else who I've, does the rest of it. So maybe that's why, right? Because he has no part in the slaughter process. So he's able to very, very much separate it out. The same way somebody who eats chicken is going to look at a live chicken and say, well, no, I don't want that chicken to die. You know what I mean? I think it's, it's just very easy to have that separation. There's so many sounds. <laughs> Those fucking crickets. Did that just start? <laughs> Featuring the crickets. Yeah, sorry guys. I'm not. Crickets and fireworks might be part of this podcast. 
I'm not sorry. This is, after all, a podcast about crickets. I don't give a cluck what you think. <laughs> now back to the story. <laughs> that's what I think. The <laughs> <laughs> the, no, but that's, and that's funny that you mentioned that because when they first started saying, like, yeah, we're growers, I was like, it, for some reason that word really bothered me. Right, well, because it takes away from, like, the, that it's a living thing. You're, you know what it's I mean? Like you're, you're giving even less... Identity. ownership to the farmers though oh like, yeah because like if you're like oh you're a farmer then you're like okay then you raise it uh, when you right. think a farmer no, that's true i guess like with a farmer you think you know you plant it or you, you think you raise it, it you grow it and then you kill it or you right. harvest it if you right. will but if you say they're a grower then you're taking out all responsibility on the other ends and you literally are just growing this animal and then you know, sending them off somewhere yeah. else to make someone else do the dirty work, and that make that bothers me even more than. I also thought it was really interesting that they they did talk about like the weather, the weather. The um, are you okay, Andy? Okay, <laughs> Andy's really upset about the fireworks in the background and the crickets and the crickets. I think it's kind of nice little mood yeah. music for you, folks. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah. Um. I, they so they did show like the heat lamps and like they talked about the different mm-hmm. um, like environmental things within the little chicken houses or whatever that are there to make them grow faster, and they even the guy even at one point said these um, the Cornish cross hens are um, the Cornish cross chickens in general I guess are bred to grow very fast so they're not going to live long like even right. if they were allowed to live they wouldn't live long because they're bred to grow too fast they acknowledged all of those things like it just was they like just whatever like that's yeah. just it's just another day at the factory like it's yeah. you know what I mean like yeah. it's in the handbook if you're a chicken farmer like it's just normal stuff and I'm like Ugh. It's yeah. disgusting. What's wrong with you people? Like, they're babies. They are literally still babies. Yeah. And what's concerning to me, too, I guess, is that, you know, there's so many people who probably watched that episode and none of that occurred to them as being weird or wrong. No. You know? And that's, I'm just like, oh, no. But that's also what kind of, I don't know, it's, I do, and I know we are we are of the opposite stance, so it's going to stick out to us more. I, I, it's just funny because they talked a lot more about the farmers. Yeah. And their businesses and then that KBS or whatever, the crazy, like, Brazilian, yeah. you know, company. And more about that than yeah. necessarily about the animal welfare. Right. And, and I, I read that like, article that said that, that that was the case for the, I think it was the chickens and the cow episodes. So I read some article that said that, or maybe it was on Reddit, I forget, but I saw somewhere yeah. that somebody's review of it was that, it makes you feel for the people, not for the animals. Yeah. And it didn't really make me feel for the people, but no. it also didn't show what I would like to have seen about the animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. That's the thing. Is they didn't use their words for animal welfare. It was the visual. Yeah, all the stuff but, they showed about meat, though, wasn't ch- a lot of it wasn't chicken meat. A lot no. of it was beef, and a lot of it was pork, which, I mean, good. Please show people that, because it's disgusting. I just wonder but, if any if that clicked for anyone, because sometimes they need the words with the visuals. Or if they were like, well, look, they have room to walk. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, listeners. Andy's fanning himself with his mouth. Is that what you're doing? It was very distracting. <laughs> Oh, okay, because I thought he was doing something. No, he's fanning himself with his mouth, which is confusing because you're probably blowing hot air. Yeah, it's hot air. It's not working. Uh, Your chair is going to be a sweaty mess when I get out of it. I know. I'm like marinating. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I've got the thing. Um, (laughs) God. 
I don't know. That really, that one really bugged me because yeah. I've I've recently discovered that I'm more of a like my I don't know what who is your farm animal of choice like who's your spirit farm animal like when you go to a sanctuary or when you think of like pigs. an exploited is it pigs yeah so I'm yeah. I'm between like birds so chickens but also really turkeys and then cows yeah um so this one like really just bothered me and yeah. I think because I know too that people like oh look at the stupid bird because I feel like most people um, categorize like chickens as the same as like pigeons, as the same as doves. If they're like, look at that stupid bird over there, yeah. and get off my lawn, I think like mean. get out of there. I see that a lot too. Yeah, because they have like, I mean, their eyes are a little creepy. Yeah, but and like they, in like, the sweetest little creepy they, like, way. Use their beaks to feel. Yeah. So they, yeah, they kind of peck, and they just like they're saying hi. Yeah. Right, but I think a lot of people just think that's like an aggressive. Yeah, they do. They look like dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. So this one kind of bugged me in that way. Um, I didn't get that Brazilian thing at all for some reason. That was like lost on me on the episode. Yeah, I feel like there was probably some really interesting information there, but they squeezed it into such a small, you know what I mean? mm -hmm. They squeezed it in with all this other stuff. And I was like, wait, what are we talking about now? Well, like, and if you Google it, they, so the two brothers got arrested, but I thought a brother was calling the president because someone else was like doing yeah. shady dealings, but you it lost wasn't. me completely on Brazil. It I had no idea two, what was going on. The two brothers got arrested for shady dealings with the president or trying to, I don't know, bribe them. Um, and then one one brother just got out in March. The one thing I did, I was thinking that. about when they first started talking about that organization in Brazil about how they have such a, a political standing and they have so much say in elections and all of mm-hmm. that. I was like, well, it's the same thing here, you know, like all of the. Um, Agriculture, the whole agriculture industry has such a say in political stuff in the U.S. Yeah. Come on. It's the same thing here. Yeah. I don't know. I felt I felt confused. I didn't feel good about that episode, to be honest. It's and not like not not good because I was like, oh, the chickens made me upset or whatever. I just was like, I didn't get it as much as the other ones I thought were focused. You know what? Yeah. I mean, the episode that was the least well done episode that we watched. Again, it was very disjointed. There was a lot of like stuff put into a small amount of time. But I think, too, I feel like maybe some of our disappointment comes from the fact that we do know some stuff about chickens. Mm -hmm. And I think we were kind of hoping for maybe a little bit more on the animal welfare side of things and a little bit more information about how rotten, if you will, the industry is, mm-hmm. where we didn't really know anything about garlic. We didn't know anything about allergies. We didn't know anything about the other ones that we right. watched. So that was all brand new information. We went into this with a little bit of information that we feel is super important and none of it was talked about. So I think it was just kind of disappointing. I love, like, I I truly love, um, like, one of my favorite things going down to Catskill was, like, picking up a rooster. Yeah. I love I cuddling do. with them. Um so it's like, yeah, that kind of, that bugged me. It did. Yeah. I liked that they mentioned, not that it's good, but they mentioned how young mm-hmm. that they are. But again, they mentioned it just so matter of fact. Just like, like this, this is just is the way happens. it's done. Yeah. They didn't mention the intelligence right. of them at all. Right. They're like scary smart, too. Yeah. And I, I do hope that somebody watching it heard those things and was like, wait, what? You know, I hope it did occur to somebody somewhere out there that, like, those are not okay facts. You know, those are just mm-hmm. not okay. 
That's true. They didn't yeah. talk about how long they would naturally live because the guy said they aren't meant to live long. That's all he said on the, the subject yep. was that they're bred to grow too fast and they won't live long. Yep. Like, I mean, and you brush, he brushes over that. Like, they're bred to, like, they're bred to do this. But, like, we did that. Like, we are literally yeah. giving them heart attacks. Yeah. That's strokes. what happens. Strokes, heart attacks, you Suffocation. know. Suffocation. They fall, fall over. Themselves. Yeah. They fall over and can't get back up and they suffocate. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with those two, is it only battery cage? Because I'm not sure about this. Is it only battery cages that debeak? I don't know. All um, of those chickens um, looked like they their had beaks. their beaks. Yeah, it's certainly battery cages. But I don't know. I don't really know what the protocol is on that in terms of other farms and who makes the decision whether or not they debeak. I don't know anything about that, to be perfectly honest with you. That is something that, like, I would like to know more on. But that's – I don't necessarily think that episode sparked me to wonder that. That's something that I already know right, 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 right. Um, about debeaking right. and such. So, um, or like the chicken sounds, the crazy chicken sounds mm-hmm. that they make, like, and they just different vocalizations. Like if you like spend half an hour in the presence of a chicken or chickens, you can listen to them and some, you can just tell like their like tones, yeah. debatably more so than humans. Yeah. There was a, I saw on Facebook the other day, there was like a, one of those stupid viral videos of a girl who's being chased by like a flock of chickens and everyone was like, see, like, aren't chickens mean? <laughs> Look at this girl getting chased by chickens. And I was like, what did this, what did this idiot do? To right. make did these she chickens like, mad. like run into they... a chicken coop? Right. Did she... they, ha- they probably felt attacked. She probably did something. And I'm just like, great. Here's another thing mm-hmm. out there in the world for people to laugh at and be like, oh, they're stupid chickens. They're going to get eaten or whatever dumb shit people are going to say. It drives me nuts. Yeah. Um. But see, so we've had many good, but this is a really good example of in my recent endeavor into farm sanctuary um, where I had an experience. We had to hang out with chickens and turkeys. We're together. Um, And so the chickens kind of hung out. They didn't have a lot of chickens that wanted to come socialize, but it was also a billion degrees. Yeah. And so everyone is hot and uncomfortable, especially those who have been bred to be overweight. Right. Um, But the they were really cool they had some silkies they were really fuzzy Aww. um but you know turkey's similar to chickens in the way that they are severely like marginalized and exploited um we get to feed them clovers they like these little tiny clovers and i sat down and i fed them and um made best friends with some so i had one i had one turkey who was kind of paying attention then i had one who was eating right out of my hand and then I got in some butt scratches mm. because secret, guys, if you ever encounter a turkey, not in the wild, probably <laughs> wouldn't try this with a wild turkey. Yeah, don't, don't do it. But if you go to a sanctuary and the tour guide and or animal caregivers say that you can um, hang out with the turkeys, they like under the wing, mm-hmm. like butt scratches. And so I did that and she like fell asleep. She nestled down and they were like, oh, you're like the turkey whisperer. And I was like. <laughs> um, but meanwhile, I had someone pecking at, we, we don't know if it was the D looked like a clover on my tattoo, Oh, cute! but she was like, try, I think they were trying to get my attention because I was like, you know, butt scratch, like I, I was getting in there, both hands on yeah. this turkey butt, um, like scratching, all happy. And I think this other turkey was trying to get my attention, like just pecking. Aww. But some people would have found that like, oh my God, oh, yeah. attack, like, oh God. 
Like, whereas I knew they were just trying to get my attention. Yeah. And then I got some kisses. I got to kiss them on the head. Oh, so nice. And then they said that I had to leave. They were like, (laughs) ma'am. Ma'am, we need you to, we need you to step away from the turkey. vacate the promises. But they made us go to the next, uh, the next pen. Um, But I think that's a really good way to maybe if we get more people to go to sanctuaries that that let you interact with the animals. Yeah. Um, It's a good way to stop that because someone, even if I was the only one on the ground hanging out with the turkeys, if someone else sees me putting a turkey to sleep and, you know, I'm getting pecked by by one. But it's not, you know, they're not bothering me. They're just hanging out. I'm like, okay, hi. Like I say hi to you. Um, Maybe that'll stop some of this like. Weird stereotypes, I guess. Yeah, you could say. stigma. Yeah, stigma. I don't know. It's really sad because that bothers me. They're so nice. I know. I agree. They're sweet. They are. They're the best. Um, anything else about the episode specifically? I don't or, think so. It was uh, just very interesting. Made me um, really anticipate watching the one about cows because I'm curious how they're going to handle that now. It's probably going to make us mad. Yeah, it's fine. We'll see. We'll see. It's fine. Um, it's fine. Let's see. Um, but I guess, yeah, for me on the topic of Farm Sanctuary, go there if any of you get a chance. Um, it's really cool. They give like a little two-minute video before you do the walk around. And it's very – I've seen um, two kinds of sanctuaries. One where it's all hammered down your throat to be vegan, mm-hmm. not a lot of animal interaction. Mm-hmm. And then the other end where it's like a lot of inter- animal interaction and then a little bit of yeah. like vegan, but more just animal. Yeah. And Farm Sanctuary, I found, was happily in the middle. Really? Um. So they did the tour, but they immediately, the first um, people we went in with were the cows. Oh, nice. Right up, right in with them. Um, the guide took us in and there was a volunteer and it was a group. I think they keep the group smaller because I saw our group was only like eight people and the next group, I don't think they do a lot. They, because they want to keep it small so people can go in um, and hang out with the animals. But right in with the cows, you know, got got to pet them, got to see what they were like, hear a couple of stories. And then as we were loving the animals is when the guide told, you know, like, yeah, so... This is what happens in the dairy industry. This is why so and so, you know, is here. Which I really like that tactic. Yeah. Um, and then same thing. Then we'd walk to the next spot. We hung out with the goats, which was always interesting because sure. they're goats. Um, talked a little about that, but same thing. It was like let's just hang out with the animals. Um, and then while you are loving them, while you are seeing who they are, then we'll talk a little bit about why you know they're siblings mothers you know fathers what you know whatever whoever have you um you know how they're still being exploited right so and then it was like do a plant-based diet and then at the end my favorite thing actually was that they said you know at farm sanctuary we advocate for a vegan diet but we um know that there's different steps and it looks different for everyone and we support you even if you do meatless mondays or whatever you're doing you know we absolutely support you and there's information you know in the in the hut and we're always here to answer questions for you that's awesome and i loved that it was not shoving it down your throat it wasn't uh, preachy yes it was like if you are here and you just wanted to come meet a cow and maybe you don't eat a hamburger tomorrow night for dinner cool then we were successful yeah and i like that yeah no i love that because it's already so hard to get people to Mm -hmm. embrace the idea of veganism Mm -hmm. so 
That's awesome. And then they let you walk around. Yeah. You could just wander the sanctuary until 5 o'clock that day. So they said don't go in the pens or whatever. But right. you had the opportunity to continue walking and experiencing That's awesome. you know, them doing their own pig thing or their own chicken thing or, or what have you. That's cool. So I highly, highly recommend going there. That's and I got cool. a really cute water bottle. Oh, very and nice. And a little lunch bag. Cute. It was great, and I really wanted to adopt a turkey. I don't know if they do that. I think they do. All right. New property. <laughs> Getting me a turkey. I think. I don't know. If, I don't know if they do. I don't know. I had a really awkward moment, too, on that tour, though, where I was like, I have a question. I was like, do you feed the cows, like, different treats? And <laughs> the guide was like, what? And I was like... I'm just wondering if all cows like alfalfa sprouts, or is it only certain cows? Oh, my God, Danny. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things, feeding them alfalfa. So, it was fine. It was a good time. That sounds like a good time. It was great. Go there. And then we had good Mexican food after mm. in Ithaca. I don't remember the name. Viva, Viva something. I'd have to look it up. Um, but Ithaca's had some really good vegan-friendly places. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ithaca's the best. That's where I went to the nerdy cafe. Yep. Yep. And, like, the best vintage store I've ever been to in my life. See? It was pretty solid. Um, so what have you... What have, what have you got? You have a story. I have... Let's see. My taco was I just good have my food. bad... Do you have any other good food? I mean, everywhere. Everywhere in Toronto. Oh, for the love of God... I didn't even mention, um, I need to mention Mythology Diner mm-hmm. and Doomies. Um, Doomies, if you go there, they have one in Los Angeles and they have one in Toronto. So, like, pick your side of the country um, or another country, depending. Um, it's They had jalapeno poppers, which were to freaking die for. That sounds good. And a Big Mac that is the, I would wager no offense to anyone Oakley <laughs> is the best vegan Big Mac nice it was good um, and a good buffalo chicken sandwich and mythology had the most obscene milkshake that I've ever had in my life um, Andy had a mac and cheese that was fantastic it was a squash mac and cheese they didn't do Ooh. They didn't even bother doing, like, cheese cheese. Yeah. Um, but it was delicious. And I had an Alfredo pasta. I added um, – it had peas. I added bacon to it. Yeah. And it was topped with um, steak rubbed um, portobello mushrooms that Ooh. were, like, flame charred. That sounds good. It was so freaking good. I ate the entire thing, that which is a lot good. for me. I yeah. actually finished most of my meals um, just in Toronto in general. But Mythology Diner is way, way, way up there. Um, Oh, and my last good, and then we'll end on a bad note. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Um, A Y Cafe? A a Y? No, A Way is their cafe. A Y, A W A I, Mm. is the name of a fancy vegan restaurant in Toronto that I went to on my birthday. Um, They do small plates course dinners so Ooh. you can get a five course you can get a seven course Ooh. um it was 
the I've never seen vegan fine dining like this and I've seen stuff in the city. Yeah. I've just it was what they do is they come up they have their garden and it's just like a collective. There's a couple of chefs that just collectively work there. They come up with a menu and it changes every few weeks. They'll rotate stuff every few days depending, but generally speaking they come with a menu every few weeks. Um they use stuff from their garden and stuff locally and it's just like what do you want to do? They had um Oh, my God. A cantaloupe gazpacho, which was amazing. They brought over at one point, they go, this is our wood plate. It had, like, mushrooms and different roots and dehydrated beet soil. Oh, my God. Like, this crazy stuff. Um, There's a flatbread that had strawberries and onions and something else on it. it was like a strawberry like spread yeah um it was the most absurd thing that i've ever experienced and it was fucking delicious we did this keep in mind it's seven courses and a dessert so yeah. technically eight courses yeah. i rolled out of there oh my god <laughs> it was fucking okay. delicious it was so good this is our wood plate yeah. What? That's very vegan. Yeah, it, it it really was. I can't even tell you one of the roots that was in there. Like we asked him a second time. We're like, "Excuse me, what was this?" and yeah. I still don't know. Jeez. So, it was very good. Jeez, Louise. Yep. Yeah. So, now that you've heard my amazing food story, tell me. Yeah, I just had a not so great yeah. experience. We went to um uh Wurtsboro yesterday the fuck is that what yeah, planet's so, that on <laughs> so we were in new jersey for a wedding um well so we stayed in jersey but the wedding was in tuxedo park new york and on the way we were originally going to go down to the city but then we were like how oh, like we go to the city all the time and also it's 1000 degrees so we were like what else can we do there's a i'm not sure if you've ever heard of it there's a place um called crystal connection in wurtsboro new york it's mm. a crystal store and an old church mm-hmm. and it's fucking incredible like it as soon as we pulled up i was like this was the right choice like it's the coolest crystal store i've ever been to they have stuff that i've never seen in my life like it just was the coolest place mm. um so we had a ball there and then as we were walking um well, actually, as we were walking from the car to the place, to Crystal Connection, we walked past a, sto- uh, a, a restaurant, and in huge letters on the front, it just said Vegetarian Kitchen. And I was like, well, that's where we're going for lunch. Right. So after we went to Crystal Connection, we went back, and it was like an Indian um, restaurant, which mm-hmm. um, the n- actual name of the restaurant was The Red Dot, and it was, in fact, an Indian restaurant, which I thought was, like, mm-hmm. isn't that kind of like making a joke but I guess not yeah, I, I don't know, know. <laughs> I don't know but it was an Indian restaurant and it was um, vegetarian it wasn't a vegan restaurant but most everything on the menu was or could be made vegan the only things that they used because it was an Indian restaurant they used a lot of ghee like in right. fucking everything right. um, so you could either have the vegan option or most everything was already vegan um, I got a B we actually we both got BLATs and not only did we wait almost an hour for our food. I mean, the girl, when she took our order, she was like, we're really busy, so it might be a minute. Because it was, an you know, when things are called kitchen, it is sometimes an actual kitchen where there's one yes. person in the back actually making everything from scratch, which is great and awesome, and I love that. But sometimes it's like, ugh, you know, I right. hate to be a dick, but like, ugh. Right. And there were only like four or five tables in the whole place of people. 
which I guess for them was probably a lot, but we did wait almost an hour. And then it just was not good. It was it was one of those things where I'm like, oh, well, this is middle of nowhere in New York, so like maybe this is maybe this good is for good them. To them. And maybe there were other things on the menu that I could have or should have ordered that would have been really great. Mm-hmm. Um, like they ha- there were actually a couple things on the menu that they weren't making because they were so time-consuming, like very traditional Indian dishes that they weren't making because they take so long Mm -hmm. but they had a breakfast all day menu and a lot of the things like pancakes and waffles were made with like chickpea flour and like some really interesting things and like like I kind of wish maybe I'd gotten something else because like this just was not good it was like made with very imitation faux meats and just like not great yeah I was gonna say what brand of not good but I like get not a great experience Mike and I both were like really upset so Bummer on that. But they gave us free bananas when we left, so, like, that was cool. (laughs) She was like, it's tradition. We give everybody a free banana. (laughs) I was like, oh, okay. Thanks. (laughs) So, I have a question. Okay, so what kind of... I didn't even leave a card. So, this Indian. Yeah. And you got it. I got a BLAT. That's right. And they had pancakes on the menu and stuff. But I guess things, even the things that weren't traditional Indian dishes had maybe, like, an Indian twist on them or something. I don't know. I don't know. It was a weird place in the middle of nowhere, New York. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even to my eye. And we, like, the um, Crystal Connection was on, like, the main strip of this little tiny nothing town. I didn't even really see any other restaurants or cafes or anything. So, like, I don't know what goes on there. But it wasn't a great experience. I honestly didn't leave a card or anything because I was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. See, that place could stand to do the same thing that the Awai restaurant did. They um they actually turned people away. I watched them. Um yeah. because of the way that it's um a course to dinner. They they take reservations and then if it allows yeah. they'll let another but they have a set amount of people, it seems like. Yeah. They have a set amount of people because they don't want that to happen. Yeah. They don't want, you know, their food or experience to be lackluster yeah. because they want to pile people in there. Well, there was but a, also four or five tables doesn't. Yeah, there was one, food. two, three, four. Yeah, five tables. Mm. There was a, a table um, like behind us, kind of with two girls sitting at it, and they were there before we got there. And I like every so often I would check them to mm-hmm. see if they had their food yet because I was like, well, if they get their food, like we'll probably be next. Like they were my meter. And at one point, the one girl's meal came out, and they both were like picking and eating it. So I was like, oh, okay, great. Like they just got. Some Something to split. Awesome. Like, we'll probably be mm-hmm. next. And then probably a solid 20, 25 minutes later, the other girl's food came out. Yeah. I was like, oh. oh. And she, like, and it was it was the same thing I had gotten. And she, like, housed it, ate it so fast, and then they left. So I was like, oh, that's oh, that's weird. And, <laughs> like, not great service. Yikes. Yeah. Well, I guess you can't win them all. No, you certainly can't. And, I like, I was just kind of home hanging all week, so I didn't really do any other like out eating foods or anything I made um, inspired actually again inspired by um, bearded vegans put a post on their Instagram of a chickpea tuna salad sandwich that, that set one of them made and I was like oh I really want that so I made my own chickpea tuna salad and ate it for like lived off of it all of last week I made it with I put it on sourdough and I melted follow your heart gouda on top and then I put um, sliced avocado on it it was so what fucking was good. In the chickpea so I followed a recipe from there's a, a cookbook called Vegan Junk Food. That's just what it's called. And I followed the recipe from in there, except I made some slight 
differences because I didn't have everything it called for. And then it called for one can of chickpeas with like a cup of mayo. Mm. And I'm here to tell you that that ratio is not good. Not a good ratio. Way too much mayo. Mm. Way, way, way too much mayo. So I did two cans of chickpeas to one cup of mayo. So I made way more chickpea tuna than I had originally anticipated. But it lasted me days, so it was fine. So I did the chickpeas. um, I did just mayo. um, And then... I did a little bit of onions. Um, I did dill. I did. I had kelp flakes, so I put kelp flakes in it to give it like a fishy taste. Um, a little bit of lemon. I don't remember what else. Essentially, it's the recipe from the vegan junk food, but I made some slight differences. Really I added good. dill on my own volition. And I wished that I had, because the, when the bearded vegans put theirs up, they had cut up green peppers to put in it instead of celery. And I was like, oh, I like that idea because I don't like celery. And I didn't have any peppers, so I didn't do that. But I have peppers right now, so I think I'm going to try it again with some green peppers. That sounds really good. It was really good. Especially because I put, I put it on the sourdough, and then I put the gouda on top, and I put it under the broiler. So like it melted like a tuna melt. Mm. It was so good. So good. I sent some home with my dad. My dad had come over to help me set up my record player. And I sent some home with him to give to my mom. And she texted me the next day and was like, what is in this? It's so good. Mm. It was very good. Those summer meals, in case you are literally living in hell. Yeah, like me right now. You can do those things. Yeah. Because it doesn't involve major cooking. Right. Like you stick it in the broth. Or don't. If you don't yeah. want to toast it, just eat it on right. bread. Yeah. It was just as, I actually brought a Tupperware of it to work and was just eating it with Crackers fork. or fork. Yeah. yeah. Do that. So good. Yeah. Yep. And I have the, I'm going to make like a street corn pasta salad when I get home tonight for work tomorrow. So stay tuned on that. That's great. I will, uh, you can leave some leftover in the fridge for me, thanks. Maybe I will. Cool. Whatever. Anyway. We're done. I'm so done. I'm like, your poor chair is soaked in sweat and water. It's going to smell like me. I'm really sorry. Thank God. I can't wait to smell that chair. You're just going to like lay in it and rub all over it. That's right. (laughs) And don't forget, if you haven't already heard, uh, if you shoot us an email, you can get your very own bottle of Essence (laughs) Decaf. Um, I'm not offering my own essence yet. That's going to be part of the Patreon. But Cats is right now. Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of it on this chair right now. So. So much sweat. No no actual tears, but lots of sweat. No blood, no tears, lots of sweat. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. We can draw a vial of her blood if you wanted that. (laughs) Which would probably cause me to cry. So there's the trifecta. There you go. (laughs) There well, it is. All right. All right. Well, go listen to our other episodes again and again and again. And again and again and again. Your favorite episode. Listen to that a hundred times. And then email us telling us what your favorite episode is. And then, re- oh, or you could review us and tell us on iTunes what your favorite episode is. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, would yeah, be good yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And give us that five star rating. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or one star because that still makes us popular yeah 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 so that's it um go to the vspot.fm to do all of those things and then over to soundbite.fm to listen to people who have their shit way more together than we do correct um so if you need like a boring filler logical or fun organized podcast go listen to that and then when you just need something 
stupid going on in your ears because the world around you is way too serious Mm -hmm. then come back and listen to us again Mm -hmm. and that's it yeah (sighs) sorry (laughs) oh crap wait 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 here wait leave it down leave it oh no see because because oh i'm not down i see what you mean okay oh what okay ready Mm mm-hmm Oh, Oh. (laughs) that was good. That was good. Maybe we're better at the release. Yeah.